to Doing Great with Vicky Vox. I'm Vicky Vox, and I'm doing great. On today's show, we have, um, I like to call her my fairy drag mother. She is, I would consider myself her step-dragdaughter. <laughs> Very far removed. But she is a legend, and I would not have a career if it wasn't for this trailblazing bitch herself. Ladies and gentlemen, if, and everybody else, if you at home... Or wherever you're working at, or you're not working, whatever it is, you know, whatever. Listen, the point is, just applaud the bitch, because here she comes. Jackie Beach! Oh, listen, don't blame me. <laughs> you're like, I need to, this person is responsible for my career. Do not, I've seen you, I've seen you perform, do not blame me. Jackie! <laughs> Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm as good as anybody can be uh, <laughs> under these current circumstances. And I literally vacillate from one minute to the next. Like, I have a couple gentlemen callers, you know, like on on Ooh. repeat. <laughs> yes. I know this is like a new thing. I don't know if we've ever discussed this because for we the have. longest time. We yeah. did. When we when we were in London. Yes, we talked about oh, that. Yeah. So for the longest time, I've been dead from the waist down. But thanks to Sherry Vine and a particular app, I have been hooking up. And so anyway, I have a few special friends yes. you know, who, like I said, are on repeat. And uh, one of them is a, a Turkish gentleman who is just, oh, sweet Jesus on the cross. Hey. Anyway, so he's texting like, Baby, honey, mm -hmm. when can I come over? And I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. And then <laughs> I freak out and I say, no. Right. It's really, I can't figure out what to believe anymore. I don't know how it works. Ah. I don't want to die without getting dick. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I, girl, I'm very there with you. I, they text me and I'm like, ooh, that dick was good. But I don't know if it's like risk your life kind of good. <laughs> and the other thing is you really have to take into account, like, how good are they being? And I'm not trying to, I'm not judging anybody. No. I am not the jealous type, honey. <laughs> there's enough of that thing to go around. <laughs> Share it. Enjoy it. Have, live your life. <laughs> right. Come, he come here for 45 minutes. Beep, bop, boop, and doodly do. <laughs> so this is not about, I'm just thinking like, like, he texted me a while ago, and he's like, oh, I want to come over. And I'm like, I was in drag. I had just filmed something, and he caught me at the perfect time, and I was looking gorgeous. Yes! And I said, yes, yes, fine, let's do this. Come over. And he was like, oh, no, I, I ha it would have to be much later. And I said, why? What are you doing? I know you're not working. And he's like, I'm at a party. Oh. And I was like, at a party? And then oh, no, he said, Yeah. I'm here with five guys. And then I had to make a joke. I wish I was at a party with five guys. And he's like, honey, you can't joke like that. These are five friends who are here with their kids. I'm like, first of all, I was just kidding. Second of all, you're there with five guys and kids. And, you know, like, no, you're no. not coming over. I'm trying to be good. Listen, this is all great. We could talk about the virus, but I think the more important thing to talk about is them kid hands. Little baby hands have, the, 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 why are they always damp? Little kid hands are always damp. And when they touch the bowl <laughs> of chips at a party, those chips are ruined. Those chips are going to be damp and soggy. Them little yeah. kid hands. Adults are fine. Wash their hands. They can be gross, whatever. But little kids are questionable. Yeah, questionable. here's the thing. It's a seven-layer dip. And when you <laughs> add an eighth layer of coronavirus... Even a fat bitch like me who eats her feelings ain't going to have any of that dip and none of that dick. <laughs> oh, it's so... I mean, I have I have been eating quite a bit during this quarantine, though. I'm not going to lie. I have no dick, but I do get to eat a lot. <laughs> Girl, it's so bad. Let me tell you, it is... I am so beyond stocked, it is not funny. And it's Same. all the worst possible things. There's not a fresh fruit or vegetable in the house. Oh. And... Yesterday, because it's Monday and everyone knows diet starts on Monday, I was like, okay, this is yes. getting this is getting ridiculous. Because yes. I've been I've been doing my Instagram live show called um, Quarantine Cuisine, and yes. she can't do she can't do the you know just the face because girl was blessed with a relatively thin face and she yes, can paint. she's gorgeous, yes, but the body is huge. 
tens, tens, <laughs> tens across the, the bore. Anyway, <laughs> here's my point. I've been watching myself on Instagram live because it's a cooking show, even though yes. it's kind of a, a fake cooking show. Oh, I saw those I, fresh hot dog buns that you brought out of that oven. I saw those fresh hot yeah. dog buns. Yeah, but here's my point. First of all, I have to shoot my body. And I'm like, Jesus, you're big as a house. Second of all, do you think when I go buy hot dogs and hot dog buns for the cooking show, I don't end up eating them? Right. So anyway, I don't even know. So yesterday I started a diet because it's Monday. Oh, right. And my diet, listen to this brilliant plan. (laughs) Yes. I can have three bites of food. No, listen, this is brilliant. Okay. If it had worked. Three bites of food. (laughs) And when I say three bites of food, I mean load up that fork, fill up that spoon, use a serving spoon. You're only getting three bites. (laughs) It's whatever you want, three bites, every two hours. Because I'm the type of person, seriously, I will eat too much and then I get sick. So three big bites of something actually satisfies me. And the the psychological part of it where in two hours I get to do it again. So yesterday, I not only did that, but I waited till 2.30 for the first three bites. That's called intermittent fasting. (laughs) Well, yeah, it did. So we already started like, ooh, okay. So I had my three big bites of potato salad that I made for the cooking show. Yes, and then I went to visit Mario and Sherry. I yes. went swimming uh, at their pool. We stayed, you know, six feet away from each other and all of that. But I just needed to get some sun. And and then on the way home, uh, oh, I had to drop. Uh, <laughs> I'm rambling. It's okay. This I is had, great. This is great. I don't even, I'm going to leave. Vicky uh, <laughs> Box. No. So then I had to drop a wig off at Alaska's house because she is going to play um, Violet. You know, she's going to play uh, Lily Tomlin in our nine to five in quarantine. Oh, yeah. She didn't. Bitch didn't have a wig. You know, <laughs> so Mario actually had. It's so funny that Mario had a wig for Lily Tomlin. Kind of makes sense if you think about he it. He has the most so, stuff. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's like it's a man's wig. OK, so. <laughs> Send your cards and letters to Vicky. So here's my point. I dropped that wig off and I was like, ooh, I'm so close to Arby's. <laughs> so I hit the Arby's drive through and just, you know, ate a big old BLT with potato cakes. I had a bottled water. She doesn't drink soda. Right. And then when I got home, the, it was like, oh, it's over. Diet's over. <laughs> well, next Monday. We'll start again next Monday. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Jackie, because this show is actually, I'm supposed to read your cards. Mm. So we, we we should probably get to that at some point because I can listen I to, love that. to you I talk about to, anything. Uh, I used to read cards, you know, when we when we were uh, hanging out on Fire Island and I, I used, we used to read cards all the time. I have so many. My all-time favorite deck. Yes. First of all, I have several decks that my mother left me. Well, didn't leave me. She died and there they were. And my sister was <laughs> like, do you want these? I don't want Satan in the house. Uh, just kidding. My sister's not like that. So I had this deck that was literally like, I would say a foot tall. Stop. And... And maybe six or eight inches wide. They were very big. And I I ended up giving them to Austin Young, the photographer. Yes. Which is a big deal because they were really unique and they belonged to my mother. So that was really, you know, like love because he has photographed me so many times and made me look so beautiful. But my all-time favorite deck (laughs) is, and let me know if you're familiar with it, Tarot of the Cat People. No, I've never heard about this. What? Girlfriend, nothing can prepare you for the paintings on these cards. They are sort of retro, glamorous, drag-adjacent people who are cats, and they live on another planet. So it's futuristic, but vintage. It's 80s. It's everything. This is wild. uh, Yes, tarot of the cat people. (laughs) And they're so gorgeous well i mean i'm just gonna read the playing cards that we have from my podcast right there you see that i love it people at home you can get it on podswag.com you welcome and they're just playing cards so i'll read oh, i saw you i saw you recently and you were like these are just playing cards they're, it's wild they're just playing cards but they're I, oh. weirdly accurate 
because it's weird how I don't know if the sound is the same for everyone, but you shuffling those cards sounds like a really juicy fart. <laughs> well, just oh. for that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, if so, it says I'm gonna die, you will you like just gild the lily and not like admit it? Absolutely, that's why the show's called "You're Doing Great," so that we sugarcoat everything. You're doing great. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> also, the reason I use playing cards is because I didn't really connect with like looking at tarot cards. Now I have some oracle cards. I have some you know all kinds of stuff, but they don't connect because they're kind of ominous. Like I don't want to look at the death card. Right. When, when that comes up or the tower, the tumbling ass tower, like, no, no, thank you. The hanging, the well hung man. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> well, you know, they always say that the death card and I know you kind of got to say this, you know, yeah. but it's not really physical death. It's about, you know, getting a new haircut. <laughs> yeah. Girl, get out of here. It means death, girl. <laughs> girl, I don't have any hair. Don't tell me it's about a haircut. I'm right. as good as dead. Um, okay, wait. So just real quick, think about something and I'm going to shuffle it real quick. Think about like something uh, you oh. want some clarity on or a question like that. And I'm going to okay. do it. Okay, great. And one more time. And then just tell me when to stop. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to do that. Boop, 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 boop. Stop. Okay, great. Now I'm going to lay it on down, lay it on down, lay it on down. <laughs> okay, also on this show, we can talk about anything and everything. It's kind of no holds barred. So if something comes up, go ahead and talk about it, girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm All talking, right. I've literally talked about everything from like government conspiracies, aliens, you name it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been on here. Well, can we talk about your uh, eyebrow starters? <laughs> Like, do you really need those? You don't little, know where to. <laughs> my little nubs. You know, I actually so, caught myself so chola. Them. <laughs> I just like to know chola. where to start, girl. I get confused. I know, I know. You Have you do. seen me? I do. I drink too much. I do too many things. I barely know what day it is. And now that Miss Rona happened, I have no idea. I have no idea what day it is sometimes. The only time I know what day it is is when a, a meeting pops up on my phone that I have to right, actually right. do. I'm like, girl. Also, I do know what day it is today because we both got this gift box um, in oh, the mail. Oh, yes, yes. I have to post one more time about that. Um, what's the show called? Oh, Legendary. Are you are you going to do the red carpet? <laughs> From home? Yes. No, there's like a digital red carpet. And it's like, girl, I can't dress up for this no, shit. I'm not I getting lo- dressed up to sit in my living room for something I'm not in. <laughs> HBO, I love you. I appreciate the gift box. Right. But- it's very nice. I am going to watch the show, though. That I will do. Okay. Yes, of course. Me too. Okay. So the first card that I turned over is the card that is basically who you came to the table as. And for you, Miss Muzzle, it's the king. Wait, let me put it on like YouTube. It's the king of clear ups. Oh my God. I always thought I was the queen of clubs. <laughs> you know, the clubs we can't even visit anymore. Girl. <laughs> Although I don't mind because when we do go back to clubs, I really do hope people stay six feet away unless I want them to get closer because I need everybody mm-hmm. back the hell up. Right. Okay. King of clubs. Let me read it because I don't remember the face cards ever. Where is it at? Okay. Creative, forceful, entrepreneurial, charisma, and (laughs) hot-tempered. And we are done. (laughs) No more cards are needed. (laughs) That's a wrap. Well, you got to admit, that's pretty fucking good. (laughs) Isn't that wild? This stuff blows my mind because they're so big. And I just want to say that I may be hot-tempered, but it is not. The only time I'm hot-tempered is because I believe that artistry and creativity is worth fighting for. Yes. I don't think it's more important because the whole point of artistry and creativity is humanity and entertaining people and making people funny. I mean, uh, laugh and, 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 you know, feel better, but you can't make people funny. We've learned that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I'm kidding. (laughs) Please. I'm just, I just, I don't even know why that popped in my head. Anyway, uh, Mimi, I'm first. Oh my God. Much better example. Miss Vanjie. (laughs) (laughs) Miss <laughs> Vanjie. No, okay. So here's my point. I I am passionate. Yes. So so and 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 when, oh, don't get me started on politics because then I do get <laughs> yeah. She then does, I, my temper comes out. She does have some <laughs> things to say. I would. I don't think I've ever seen you like lose your shit on anyone. 
It's funny because I have a reputation of doing that and it really has almost never happened. And recently, like a couple of years ago, I've had a lot of people like literally after a show, they complain. They're like, oh my God, you're too nice now. What happened to you? I couldn't believe that you didn't attack that woman, you know, because she has, I have dived into an audience to strangle somebody. No joke. But then it just dawns on you that like, that's not cute. Right. And I had a similar you're ruining the show. You're ruining the show, bitch. That part. That part. I had a similar experience where I was at the Abbey and someone had touched me inappropriately. So I grabbed them up by the back of the head and I walked them in front of everyone. (laughs) I had her snatched by their hair and made her apologize in front of everyone. Yeah. And I realized I don't want to be that person anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Because sometimes literally you just can't even believe what just happened. But then you have to figure... Alcohol is involved. And most people, you know, to quote Anne Frank, (laughs) despite all of this, I think people are generally good at heart. So I try. And also it just you you ruin the whole show. It's your job to make your point. You can't ignore it because I won't ignore it. I'm the clapback queen. Yes. But. You can't bring the show to a screeching halt. It literally is like pouring gasoline on your house and setting it on fire because, you know, there's a stain on one vintage dinner napkin. <laughs> right. It, it takes so much. <laughs> Not the vintage dinner napkins. No, <laughs> it's Vera. <coughs> okay, let's get back to these cards. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm going to shut no, up. No, no, please don't. I mean, the point, this is a podcast. We're supposed to talk about stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. They can't see us. We're both in full, full old school pageant drag. High whore drag. <laughs> yes. Listen. I can't believe you're blending and it's very subtle. My cheeks are today. very soft today. <laughs> yes. Um, so the card that crosses you is the immediate challenge card. And yours is the seven of spa days. That's the seven of spades. Now, this is um, interesting because that would be when it comes to spades is thinking and communication. And the seven is, is a mystery, <laughs> which just means in my, to me, oh, I just bit my tongue. What that means to me is that there's a lot of questions when it comes to like what you're thinking and whether or not you're communicating it effectively. And because of the card that came before that, that King of Clerops, to me, like you would might, I think you might bite your tongue a lot more than people are aware of. <clears throat> because if you have all of this um, hot tempered and forceful energy, then you might question it to be like, is this really worth it? Oh, totally. The older I get, you know, it's a, it's fight or flight. Mm. And I always say the older I get, the more often I choose flight. The one thing that I will not, I mean, I, I avoid the news a lot. Same. I try not to, listen, I try to be entertaining and make things fun. And even when I have something, you know, negative to bring up, or if I want to make fun of Trump or something that somebody <laughs> did, I try to do it in an entertaining way. Right. Sometimes I just have no energy and I just say fuck Trump. (laughs) But I'm just saying that like I do bite my tongue a lot because people, especially now more than ever, they need an escape, but I'm not going to be one of those fucking, you know, clowns at a children's birthday party. I'm a real person. I'm a gay man under all this. And, you know, honey, I lived through AIDS and I have walked in so many fucking uh, protest rallies. And so I'm just saying that these kids that are like, you know, I need you to tone down the politics. I I follow you to be entertained. (laughs) I'm like, goodbye. Bye. You. This (laughs) is a real, this is a real person. Yes. Okay. And I think people and then, definitely forget uh, that, but go ahead. Yes, they do, especially when you're so good at it and you make it look <laughs> effortless and you think that's just the person. But no, and also here's another thing is I have to bite my tongue because if you say part of the magic is that your brain works a little differently than most people. Right. And, and if you studied improv, you get in the zone and you just say whatever comes out. And that works so well for creative things until you say something that a 14-year-old cisgender white girl, you know, thinks is racist. Oh, I know. I got a mouth on me, but 
yeah. without improv classes, I say stuff all the time, and I'm like, ah, shit, I know that one's going to come back to me. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, I mean, I have an office here in my house that is full of chinoiserie. Now, that is like mid-century Asian, you know, but I... Say it again. I, I, I need you to say that word again. That 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 word's lovely. Chinoiserie. Oh. But listen, I just posted because there's a place here in Los Angeles called Casa Victoria and they sell vintage furniture. It's amazing. I, you know, I get stuff there all the time and they have this amazing oriental. <laughs> it's yes. furniture. You it's are a- allowed to fucking call. And besides, you're talking about something that's mid-century. Right. It's like using the phrase actress of color on the new, you know, Ryan Murphy Hollywood, you know, right. they didn't, series. They didn't do that then. Yeah, <laughs> and I know it's revisionist. But anyway, I just posted saying, I thought this was one of a kind. Look at this credenza. It is off the charts. It really is amazing. Yes. Like oh, as I, a saw ju- it. I, I yeah. saw it. The gold and, uh, medallion in the middle. And I know it's not a big deal, but one guy commented Oriental question mark. He just he's looking for trouble. And I just said, yes. Okay. (laughs) I would I know better than to call a person oriental these days. Right. But if it's a rug or a piece of furniture, especially from, you know, mid-century, get over yourself. Right. But also, like, I can't fight anymore. Like, okay, I said it. (laughs) Yeah. And also, listen. I'm not going to convince anybody. The more you argue and say you're not racist or you're not misogynistic or you're not homophobic, first of all, we're all a little bit. Right. I agree. I actually really, really (laughs) agree with that. And I don't mind. Well, I don't like to be wrong. I would just say that I'm not not right. (laughs) Right. I hate everyone. Right. And it's not for any, it's not the color of their skin or what's between their legs. I just hate people. They're just awful. <laughs> and I hate, I, and I hate myself and I make fun of myself first, but people, there's no irony in the world anymore. I maybe, you know, I say things to play devil's advocate. You write a song and you know, you write it from the perspective of being a Trump supporter. I just think it's hilarious to see me singing, like praising Trump and saying right. he's so great. And then if I say horrible things, I'm sorry, it's the character. And it, guess right. what? I'm not going like, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to be real creative. And I'm going to, I need to say these words and I need to be racist and I need no. to be horrible. <laughs> so I need to figure out a way in today's world to get away with it. You know no. What? no, no, no. Okay, we're gonna get back to these cards because I do want to keep. T- I could talk to you and listen to you talk about anything and everything. Listen, well, you're starved for entertainment, <laughs> and I got quality here. I was, I was actually gonna say this very quickly that if these people would like Jackie B in their life, she is on Cameo, so go ahead and order them on there. That way, yes. you can have her directly on your devices. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, you're, the card in your re- no distant past. This is like four years ago. This is the distant past. This is the six of clear-ups. Okay. I will say the six is harmony and the clubs is creativity and action. Now I have to define that a little bit because for me, everything we do in the world is an act of creation. And if we're in like a place of love and we move forward, it puts more of that out there. If we're in a place of pain and do things, then it puts more of that out there. So everything is an act of creation. It's something I'm working with. And I will say where it is four years ago that you were basically called to act in a harmonious way that might not have been harmonious to begin with. Like you had to bring the harmony to that situation in your course of action. Does Mm. that connect with you? Uh... Well, I mean, I understand it. I don't No, I'm saying I can't think of anything in particular. And one of okay. the reasons is because I do so much. I can't think of anything. Right. right, I mean, right. You can't you can't do this for 30 years without getting along with almost everybody you work with. That's so valid. That's really valid. Maybe there was something or someone. But I want to go back. Just I want to say one thing. Yes. When we're saying like, you know, the energy and, you know, if you do something with love and all that, let's please, please uh, admit and uh, and uh, what's the word I want to say? Anyway, um, 
some of the best, most amazing art uh-huh. and and comedy has come from pain. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I feel a little funny earlier when I jokingly said I hate everyone because I really don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm easily disappointed in people, but I uh, <laughs> it, this quarantine has taught me that I am actually a people person. And I honestly only do this because I want to make people happy. And that's why it's so upsetting when somebody misunderstands something. Or right. if you if you don't like it, and I understand that some people aren't going to like it. But, right. but and, I mean, and listen, they are they are very few and far between. They really are. Yes. But I always focus on them. But my point is, I really only do this to make people happy. So it kind of bothers me when people, you know, feel the need. Like if you're watching a free fucking video on YouTube and it's not your cup of tea, why move have, on? Yes, I don't. Yeah, I don't need your two cents, and no. I don't need to hear. You know, Sherry and I just did uh, I Love Lucy in quarantine. Right. And there were a couple people. First of all, this one Trump supporter said, why don't you keep politics out of this? And I said, fuck you, lady. I'm not going to keep politics out of anything. This obviously is not for you. Please move on. And then another person said, Lucy and Ethel are off limits. And I said, nothing is off limits. No, I mean, actually, Jackie. Yeah. I have spoken to you about something. Now I can't remember what the fuck it was, but I did speak to you about something and you were like, oh, I don't mess with that. That's the one thing, which is Black Lives Matter. Right. There it is. That was what I just it was. Will, I just can't. Yeah. And which, listen, I... Respect. You know, <laughs> I just... It's so upsetting that people warp it. And I, I told you, even if somebody leaves... A, like, if I complain about something and somebody leaves a comment and says, Drag Lives Matter, I delete it. I yeah, don't try to teach them a lesson. No. I just, it bothers me that people use the phrase all lives matter because that's exactly what Black Lives Matter means. Hello. <laughs> How sad is it that some people need to be reminded? So it's just the one thing, and I have no problem dealing with race or trying to make a point about race. Right. I just recently tweeted something and I it, it was an epiphany. It was re- honestly an epiphany. Look it up. Um, <laughs> and that was sometimes... All you can do, what did I say? Oh my God. I tweeted it and it was such an epiphany that I can't remember it. (laughs) It was something like, like sometimes the the most important thing that you can um, express to show support and understanding to someone is simply that there's no way you will ever understand. Right. Yes, actually, I did see this. So it's so arrogant to, as a white person, say, oh, I get it. I totally get it. It's like, you don't, <laughs> you don't get it. You will never, you will never get it. No, and that's okay. <laughs> Same with women and, and you know, LGBTQ. Like, you will never, and it's it's okay. Yes. Exactly. Speaking of, um, I know you saw it, that video of the Karen that was in Central Park choking. Listen, I'm so bothered by this woman choking her dog to call 911 on somebody that was not doing anything. Yeah, what? and you heard her, you can hear her voice change and the acting yes. start. I was like, oh, give this. Well, she was just fired. Oh. <laughs> she had it coming. She was, honey, it's all over the internet. When we're done, look it up, the bitch. And listen, I, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't want, I hate that people get death threats and, you know. Right. But it's horrible and people need to know that you don't mess with that kind of stuff. I agree. You save that for when it's real or, you know, it's the Karen who cried wolf. <laughs> She's going to be mad about that in her past. Mm-hmm. I have to segue into your past, the recent one, because mm. that's what this next card is, because the point is to get done these cards in the interview. But yes. before I do that, let's take a very quick break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> da, 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 da. Are we selling something? Yeah, time for an ad. I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be better help. Oh, OK, great. Which is therapy for people. <laughs> oh, OK. You're doing? OK. <laughs> Come on, Clementine. I just bit my tongue again. Call her cutie. <laughs> oh, 
I just realized what you said. Also, halos. I'm real brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Not big on fruit references. <laughs> Who eats I fruit? If, I, if I made a fucking pizza joke, you'd get it. Absolutely. Okay, listen. Let's get into it. Right here, you have in your recent past. I used to tell people like two years ago, but this is recent because I feel like Ms. Rona happened to everybody and moved everyone's frame of reference and timelines up. So for you, you have the four of spa days. That means nothing to you, so I'll explain it. The, f- <laughs> the four is stability, and spades is thinking and communication. I feel like around, so six months to today, the focus was being stable and like finding the patterns of thinking and communicating that really, really work for you. Does this connect? Mm. She said, hmm. <laughs> no, it's just difficult for me to really understand. You know, first of all, I'm really bad with time. Same. You know, like <laughs> what happened four fucking months ago, you know? Right. Um, well, I am a very, I do crave stability and I love, not, you know, I love having my house and I love being here and I love not traveling and uh, all same. that, you know, and now all that has changed because- you learn that that really only works when, you know, lying in bed with your dogs, watching TV only works if it's a treat. <laughs> right. And then you're like, oh, OK, well, what do I have yeah. to do? But I feel like this is also everything we were talking about is, you know, I'm not just going to go off on a whim. I'm going to actually say things that are worth it for me and yeah. communicate with things that are worth it, because that's where I'm at. With Miss Rona, I don't have time to like I'm not even putting my breath into a conversation with somebody if it's not going to be great. I just, I don't have time for it. Right. And also like, why argue with somebody who, I mean, these are people, and I'm thinking politically. Yes. You know, Trump jokingly said he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it and he wouldn't lose any votes. And it's just, at you know, when he first said it, he was kind of making a joke. He was making a point. We thought it was a joke. It's not a joke. No. They, they have literally showed Trump supporters being uh, interviewed saying, if, if, if I showed you footage of Trump smoking crack, would you still support him? And they say yes. Oh, my God. I mean, the, these evangelical <laughs> Christians support him. And do you know how many abortions that man has probably forced women to have? This. It's like, just do the math. So here's my point. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't even know my point, but I think as far as communicating is concerned, mm. I must say that I have recently, it's so funny. Okay. During the quarantine and Miss Rona, right? <laughs> I have really, because like I was a little at the end of my rope, you know, right. like this is exciting because you're going to, I feel like you're about to talk to your, about your next card. So go ahead. Okay. Well, let me explain. I was just like, how good do you have to be for people to give a flying fuck? And right. I'm not saying that there were not people out there that didn't appreciate what I did. Right. But, and I'm going to use somebody as an example, and it's going to seem like I'm being mean, <laughs> but I'm not. Go for it, girl. I love I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, okay, Coco Peru and I were on this tour in Australia. Okay. And at the meet and greet, there were 65 to 70 people in line waiting to meet Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie? And, yep. And Miss Vanjie, who I must admit has a certain charm and is naturally she entertaining, does. you know, yeah, and anyway, makes me laugh. They were all these people in line and hardly anybody gave a flying fuck about the two fucking legends in the room. And I'm sorry, Miss Vanjie wouldn't exist if it weren't for the two of us and what we've done. But it, but it doesn't matter. They're in line because they want to see somebody no. they've seen on TV. And when they get up to her, they burst into tears. And Coco looked at me and she's yes. like, it's like they're meeting the fucking Beatles. So anyway, stuff, stuff like yes. that made me a little like, okay, what do you have to do? But then... Rona, right. Miss Rona knocked on the door. <laughs> and I Girl, that's what this I nice started card is about. doing <laughs> these uh digital drag fest shows on stageit.com and people were like, "Oh yes. my god, I can't believe you're really singing. Oh my god, I can't believe how funny this is. Oh my god, I never knew that drag this could is- be like this." And it was this whole Yes. Like the messages and the tips and the like the support and the love. It was just at a different level. All of a sudden, it was like people's eyes were opened. 
I'm telling you, that's the okay, so the next card is the best outcome for you, and that was the eight the ace of diamonds. That means a new beginning when it comes to work. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm like, ah shit, she's talking about it, and I can't even tell her. That's <laughs> wild. And I, I found can't. that these digital drag shows, mm-hmm. first of all, let's mm-hmm. be very honest. They're not the most amazing. No, you have to rise <laughs> above the technical because, problems. Yes. And it's 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 something that like when you have a new medium. <laughs> there's a learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wasn't one of those bitches that could do it. So I had to go find something well, else to do. But you definitely took the bull by the yeah, horns. Well, I this always thing. say if I was doing a show at a club and people paid $25 for tickets, you know, or $30, you know, like at right. the Lori Beachman in New York and the electricity went out. I would light a fucking candle and tell a story for an hour because I'm a naturally entertaining person. And, Same. I've actually yeah. had to do things like that where you're stuck on stage and, and you honey, got to that money's them. already spent. I'm not giving that money back. Hell to the no. You do have and, a nice house. <laughs> so some of these drag race queens, I feel like it's, and I talked about this a lot lately, I feel like it's a curse to have these people who yeah. are living for everything you do. And I'm on these tours and these queens only need to do five to seven minutes and they prepare nothing. They prepare nothing. Right. They're like, I'm going to go out there and just say whatever comes to my mind. I'm just going to speak gibberish. They love me no matter what. I'm going to roll around on the stage. Could you pick that person up right. and put them in a venue where not one person knows who they are? And could you entertain that crowd? That's your fucking job. No. Yes. And I, I, I agree with you. And it, it's kind of bothering because I find some of these um Talents that come out of reality TV have a specific talent. It is being on TV. And that that you can do because you have editors to make you look brilliant. And you have a catchphrase. <laughs> and, of course, nothing can compete with the power of TV. People want to take a picture with someone that they think it's, they know from TV. But it's so listen, wild. Here's the problem I have with Drag Race now. Now it's people huh. who've never even performed. Like, that's what I was just going to say next. They, they, they've never had to, like, cut their chops. They've never, like, they've yeah. never bombed yeah. in front of an audience. You've never had to feel the disappointment of, like, well, that didn't work. Yes. Let me fix that. And listen, that. I have nothing. I actually feel this strange, like, there's something about uh, Aiden. Do you watch this season? Okay. I have, I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched an episode. I, I, I can't <laughs> even remember his last name, but there's a queen named Aiden. She's kind of like from the South. I don't think she's ever performed. I'm not kidding. She's a bedroom queen. And that's actually kind of interesting. But, and there is... Well, I mean, now they have to be. Yes, Everybody's a I'm bedroom just saying, queen and there now. is something there. But you can tell the yes. queens who have worked in a club night after night, honing yes. their skills and... It's yes. just unbelievable to me that America's next drag superstar could be somebody who has never performed, who doesn't know. That, I mean, when you they, they say things like, who's Mae West? And I want to slap them across the face. You have a contraption in your hand where you can look up anything. Anything so it's and just not the same. The people who used to become drag queens were a certain type of person, and now it's an actual way to make a living, and everyone's a fucking drag queen. And, you know. <laughs> right. That brings me to this next card, because it is actually the Nine of Clubs, and the Nine of Clubs is growth, or actually, yes, it's an opportunity for growth when it comes to creativity and action. So the way that we've been doing things isn't going to work. And I will say that... For you, Miss Jackie B, you're not one of those bitches who's like those youngins, fuck them kids. No, no, no. You're actually like, I can, I see what they're doing. I'm going to learn from this and use this because there's a lot of people that are like, fuck them millennials. And you have never been one of those. If anything, you have welcomed new talent with open arms. I remember you putting people in shows that would not have been in shows over here in West Hollywood without Jackie giving them a platform. Well... So I would just to make sure that people aren't like Jackie can't stand these young oh, queens. That's not, not the case the at all. That's, That's not, not what we're talking about. I honestly feel anyone who gets in drag and gets up on stage deserves respect just for doing all that work. You know, and not everybody is the yes. same. When I do a brunch or a show, I think it's important for me to sing a song 
that you have to kind of focus on the lyrics and, you know, and if I'm, if you're drunk, you know, at least you get my clowny look, but if you're paying, if you're actually paying attention, you get something, but then you can't, you can't not value that people just want to see somebody jumping around the stage doing Lady Gaga or Nicki Minaj and just, you know, like doing the death drops. It's, it's when that's all, I don't know. It's just, it's gotta be a mix. And um, like, you can have a gimmick, like, but you're going to need a toolbox and not just a bag of tricks. (laughs) Like that's Mm -hmm. how I look at it. So speaking of in your toolbox, you're so good at the segues. <laughs> the next card is what is in your control when you come up against some resistance with whatever the fuck you were thinking about mm-hmm. in the beginning. This is the four of clubs. That means that you bring stability when it comes to taking action whenever you come up against some resistance. So you have that pattern of like, I know that this works. I know how to make this work. That's what I can bring to this. So if there's ever conflict, that's how you handle it. And the external factors affecting your situation, that's the eight of diamonds. There's an opportunity to move. There's going to be new opportunities that you're going to have to bring your stability to. Now, you might not see it directly, so you're going to have to look for this movement, but there will definitely be movement, whether it's in the home right. or now, day-to-day let me ask life. You, when you say stability, could this mm-hmm. be like it's time to take advantage of the fact that I have something to offer that no one else does. Do you know what I mean? Like a unique set of skills, a unique vision, a unique sense of humor. Because that's really what I feel. Absolutely. Yes. It's, and it's, but you know that it works. Like you can bring this, like this, this, have yeah. a whole foundation, a whole structure that works and you can bring it and to the situation. And that's another thing that I yes. want people to know that like, sometimes I feel like a bit of a hack, like, because. Oh, imposter, imposter syndrome yeah, yeah, is so because, real. I mean, listen, I know this is going to sound egotistical. I think I'm talented. It's not, it's nothing <laughs> I have worked on. I'm not joking. I just have a way of thinking and you know, it's my upbringing and my parents and like, you know, watching Carol Burnett and just, you know, even when I write a song parody, there's like a little twist at the end or it goes somewhere. It's not just repeating, you know, cock jokes. But um, so I think my point is, and again, I just lost my point. Um, No, what was I saying? (laughs) That that you have a talent and that when it comes to bringing the structure into talent and this is what yeah. we were talking about. No, but there was something no right after saying. that. Okay, anyway, I'm getting old. I think my point, uh, okay, oh God, what <laughs> was it? Oh no, we can edit this, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> make, me, make me sound like a functioning person with actual brain cells. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll just go to the next card. You let it think, think of marinade okay. or whatever. The next card is your hope and your fear for your situation. This is wild, so I feel like I have to explain it to people. Um, Your hope and your fear is the same coin, opposite sides. It's not really differing in what it's about. So, like, I use money as an example. We all hope that we have the money. We desire to have plenty of money to pay all of our bills on time. But then the fear is that the money's not going to come. The money's going to leave just as fast as it came. It's going to get taken away from us. So it's the same thing, just the opposite side of it. For you, it is the seven of hearts. Girl... This is beautiful to me. (laughs) This is, you are, well, seven is a mystery and the hearts is your emotional awareness and relationships. So your hope is that it's a new adventure when it comes to your emotional awareness. So like when it comes to relationships, you're asking the questions and you're putting it out there. Like, let's see. Sure. Let's see. Sure. And you're, and you're paying attention to that. So that's the hope of it for me is that you actually want to ask those questions and put it out there. Girl, this is a really loving thing. <laughs> this is, you're, it's a, oh, I can't even because it's just so beautiful that you actually want to put more love and see if it'll get picked up, oh. basically. Well, that's all I'm doing. That's what I do. <laughs> it's all, I mean, that, uh, yeah. it sounds, okay, first of all, I'm a little worried because I just noticed that this audio recording thing that I'm doing is all the way to the left. Mm-hmm. 
I see the thing moving, but I don't, I hope it's recording is all I'm going to say. If not, if not, thank God I'm interesting. And if it doesn't sound as great as some, it'll at least be interesting. Um, it's okay. 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 Thank you, Clementine. Okay. <laughs> again, once again, it sounds lofty and it sounds sort of, you know, annoyingly spiritual, if you will. But I don't, I'm just yes. saying, like, <laughs> it's like the line in What a Wonderful World where he goes, you know, people mm-hmm. are saying hi to each other. They're really saying I love you. It makes me emotional. Yeah. And it's like, honey, when See? I get, I just spent two hours painting my face. This is not because I did not right. get enough love as a child. This is not because I want to make <laughs> tons of money. You're talking to somebody who started drag in 1989. We didn't make any fucking money. We did it because we had to do it. And this is how we showed love and how we got love. Right. So, right. I mean, this goes back to what what you said earlier about anyone that's actually really funny or like things that are really funny come from pain because without processing it and then trying to explain it to somebody else, how ridiculous or hurtful or absurd it was. You can't do that when you're in the pain. You can only do that once you're healing it or as like a way to heal it. Yes, Does that totally. make sense? Which is why we put out the love is because we know what it's like to feel the opposite Right, and of that's that. why it's upsetting <laughs> when people say you can't joke about that. We need to joke about the bad okay. stuff. People need a release. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's almost like saying... You can make a horror movie, but I, I don't want to see any blood. And don't you dare scare me. You know, don't you dare scare me. It's like, honey, we need to make jokes about the ugly stuff, the scary stuff. I am a 56-year-old gay man who came out of the closet and became sexually active the day AIDS held its first fucking pre- press conference. Don't tell me. That's Don't wild. tell me that I can't make a fucking AIDS joke. Nobody, you know, I used to write for Joan Rivers and nobody told Joan Rivers not to make a Holocaust joke. This is how we have survived as a species. So don't, these people get Uh, it twisted. And there are some people who make bad jokes and just, you know, people are laughing for the wrong reason. Oh shit, my phone. I mean, it's, 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 at least you have a phone that works. (laughs) I did it for a while. I turned it all off. We're doing great. I'm going to tell you the final outcome. So no matter what happens, this is what's going to happen. Well, let's be honest. (laughs) Is the girl, look at your last card. It is the queen of clubs. Full circle. (laughs) That's wild. Um, So the queen of clubs is energetic, career minded, untidy and possibly disorganized. <laughs> but I see you as one of the most organized Yes, people. I think the only, honestly, so the only I, person who is more organized than me is Bianca Del Rio. Honestly. I am very <laughs> organized, but the old me used to be a complete slob, and then I just somehow learned that I don't want to be stressed out when I'm looking for a costume or a wig or a piece of jewelry. I can't... Um. And I still do stress out, like, oh, what am I going to sing at the last minute? But, um... Right. You have an entire Rolodex of material, though. Yes. <laughs> like, these other queens, and it's your own material. That's what I need everybody to know. These other hoes, yes, wonderful. You can perform somebody else's music. <laughs> okay. But what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what I are mean, you occasionally, bringing to this? And again, you know, I, I say this and it's going to sound like I'm putting down lip syncing, but it is 2020 and I just feel like we need to evolve as an art form. No, comedi- no comedian I mean, could walk into a club with a CD. Do you like that old reference? And, <laughs> and say, play this comedy album, you know, track three, and I'm just going to move my lips to it. And I have seen some amazing yeah. lip syncing, but and I always say this, you know, you got to know the words, pick a song that I haven't, you know, that the DJ didn't just play. Like nobody should be lip syncing Rain On Me. I mean, it's just like it's, you know, it's the most popular song. You can hear it anywhere. Right. By, by the way, Sherry right. Vine and I are going to do a parody music video as two super old ladies. And instead of Rain On Me, it's going to be painfully. 
And it's going to be how like we, <laughs> we're still doing everything, but we're doing it painfully. Oh, I'm yeah. very here for this. I'm ve- I mean, but there's also things that I'm not going to do in drag. Like, I'm not going to try too hard. I'm sorry. These other hoes are trying too hard and wearing all the things yeah. and looking like circus ornaments. I don't, yeah. I don't have time for that. Because <laughs> I will say this as a maternal figure in your life. One of my problems <laughs> yes. I've had with you is watching you yes. and seeing so much potential and so much talent and you have a tendency <laughs> let's be honest i just flipped yes. i just flipped the yes. script here i'm doing a reading on you now you have a tendency yes. to throw everything away so that's why when i went to london yes. and i saw you in that show was it in london mm-hmm. yeah Um, I can't remember where the hell I am. I don't know where I am right now. (laughs) Anyway, I was just so impressed that you were in this show and singing full songs because I've never seen you finish a song in your life. (laughs) I'm just saying there has to be a happy medium between not caring. You can pretend not to care, but you're up there. So you obviously fucking care. You can actually sing. So why not do it? Thank you for the compliment. Not going to let that go unnoticed. I'm just saying, you know, like, take it to another level. But you're right. You know, I do what I do. And now you have to grow a little bit. And occasionally now I'll sing. And I used to do this back in the day. I'll be really self-indulgent and sing a song that I haven't changed one word to. Like a beautiful song. Like Superstar by the Carpenters or, you know, just something nice that's for me and just to remind people here's what you're dealing with a bitch who can actually fucking sing and you've been laughing so hard that you know that you're crying and now you're gonna cry for real maybe yes actually i mean you're speaking to a piece of me that this is where my head and heart has been at for like the past two years and i've been working on like a one woman show, but it's turned into something completely different. And so now I am in these meetings with people that are not, not even on this continent to try to like develop something that is saying and doing exactly what we're talking about. I'm done taking the piss out of myself. Like I'm done making fun of myself for a while. It's time that I show y'all what's really going on. And that's what this, that's what I have learned. I have done this for 30 years and people probably think, you know, my persona is like, you know, I I never feel self-conscious or less than and nothing could be nothing could right. be you know further from the truth but what's come out of this quarantine and this whole you know pandemic is I have really all of a sudden I'm like you know what bitch you used to just say it no you're fucking good and you make people fucking laugh and you make people think and not everybody can do it Everybody can put on some makeup and pretend like they're doing it, but not nobody can do what you do and stop comparing yourself to other people. The cream rises to the top. And, you know, like I said, you can fucking sing and there's no reason for you to always sell out. No, like sell out and crack a joke and fuck your voice up and beep bop boop and doodly do. <laughs> literally yes. beep up boom <laughs> I mean it, it, I've been through it girl because when you were talking about meet and greets did I tell you that when I was with the Willem and D and we would be on tour somewhere the meet and greet would happen I would leave the meet and greet because they were not there to see me <laughs> even though we had just done a full hour and a half show nobody gave a fuck about Vicky it was Willem and D because they were on TV so I said it's, it's really soul crushing <laughs> I mean we can joke about it but it's upsetting. Yeah, it's so, upsetting. That, it it's did upsetting. a number on me. And listen, you're dealing with, the, those are very talented queens. So I'm not even going to say, yes. you know, like, oh, you know, we're throwing pearls to swine. Or that's not even no, the phrase. No. But my point is that there are overrated queens. And the only reason anybody gives a flying fuck about them is, you know, because they're on TV. But you were dealing with a couple of queens who are, I mean magnetic and magical and amazing but yes people just saw you and just saw what you could do and like they don't that you have was the enough kicker. room was like- to let one more in you know what i mean like it's it's very weird nope. <laughs> it's very weird and let me tell you something and this is like a bit i made a meme and i didn't post it and i already Uh-oh. said this quote i think 
But I did a meme of uh, RuPaul did, you know, the reunion special. And she was wearing the right. blue mask with a hoodie. Oh, yes, yeah. I saw this. And I made a meme that said I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and not lose any votes, which is that thing that Trump said. But to me, it's very yes. similar. It's like now people do not care what Rue does. Rue doesn't even have to try anymore. We've all seen Rue in glasses with a bald head in boy drag wearing a suit. If the theme is bedroom or, you know, slumber party, I get it. We're all at home, but you're either a creative person and can figure something out or you're not. And it just was so, I just really (laughs) felt like it was insulting. Yeah. I mean, I felt that way too. People are buying, you know, people are buying this blue mask everywhere. I don't know if, you know, she makes them or it's, but not only, and there's nothing wrong with occasionally (laughs) saying that didn't work. Or I feel it's a little right. disrespectful to the audience. I just, you know. Oh, man. You know, I mean, the show, is it, it was fun. And I actually appreciate the fact that it brings out a lot for these kids. It just, I, they told me no so many times. I was like, fine, fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I can go do what I got to do. Clementine, how we doing on time, girl? Huh? We are at 56.36, so you can... Keep going for a little bit or you can end it whenever you want. Okay. Why don't we take this time to go ahead, Miss Jackie Beat? Now is the time to tell the people that have listened to this all the way up to now. <laughs> why don't you tell them where they can find all y'all things? Girl, I tell them my Venmo too. So go ahead. <laughs> so for the seven people who haven't signed off. <laughs> um, well, first of all, uh, you know, Sherry Vine and I have been doing this in quarantine series. We yes. did... We did uh, the Golden Girls, Mommy Dearest, Three's Company, Carrie, I Love Lucy, and Nine to Five is Next. We just do it out of the goodness of our heart. And they are available on my Instagram page, or you can go to Sherry's YouTube uh, channel, Sherry Vine. And they're really funny. And then if people want to go learn more about me, they can go to MissJackieBeat.com and I have songs available for, you know, as MP3 downloads, all sorts of fun merchandise. And my schedule is there. And I also have a virtual tip bucket. Yes. And if you want to, <laughs> yes. And I'm not shy. So I will say if you want to <laughs> Venmo me, it's Jackie-Beat you know, on Venmo. Yes. So yes, that's, you put the at in front of that for Venmo. I'm very here for this. Thank you, Jackie, for being on today's show. I have no idea when this is going to air, but I'm sure it's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie comes out on June 15th. Oh, that's lovely. Gemini season. That's great. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to tell everybody that, you know, if you want to go on the iTunes or wherever you want to comment, leave a comment for us. You want to tell us we're terrible? Please, it's engagement. I'm really here for it. If you like the show, give us five stars. And if you didn't like the show, I hope that you didn't like it enough to give me five hate stars, okay? You can also go to Doing Great Pod over on Instagram and say hello, see how you're doing, follow the podcast. You know, you could also Venmo me money and I'll thank you personally. I'll send a message to everybody that sends me money. That's at the Vicky Box, okay? Also on Cash App, just put a dollar sign before that. (laughs) I do that too. I personally thank every single person who tips me on Venmo. And for anybody who is thinking about leaving a a negative comment or a snotty comment, let me ask you a quick question, Vicky. How much does it cost to listen to this? Well, I think it's free. (laughs) Yeah, it's free. So what do you want? Your fucking money back? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, anyone who's even thinking about leaving a negative comment. And since this person left a comment, I'm going to read it. This podcast is divine. This is from, how you say this name? S-N-E-S-N-E. Sneeze name? Okay, sneeze name. Hi, hello. 
This is Sam Aries. Thank you, Vicky, for giving me the podcast that I didn't know I wanted, but needed. I cherish all the wonderful shenanigans and insightful ramblings. Your range of discussion, discussion, discussion is divine. <laughs> Everything from glitter dicks to sleep paralysis. I love you, your guests, and your tower readings. Thank you for being a beacon of dazzling energy in our lives. Well, isn't that a great way to end the show? Yes. Shit. I'm glad it wasn't <laughs> dick paralysis. <laughs> I've never had that problem. <laughs> Not me either. Me either. All right. Thank you, Greenie or Jackie B. And everybody, wherever you listen to this, I hope you do have a great day. I'm Vicky Vox, and this is Doing Great.